Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Record with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that stock. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to Sick and he's spitting fire in mice. Got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. But a f***ing nihilist porcupine. He's a He's a fit type. Women want to be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. He's got making his way to the top. He don't think it's a common on his name. People keep asking him, was it? Giving that birth that doesn't stand for an act. But no, he's living proof. Let him rock in the booth. He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice. Juice. Him and his crew are known around. He's one of the best. Dedicated to what they do. Forget 100%. Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like a sign is written in his head every time Before he even touches a key or speaks in a rhyme And those other fellas he runs with the kids that he signs Ridiculous, without even trying How do they do it? This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Consistent with prior observations, I've used the 2011 experience where we added uh, Team 13, 13th member Texas A&M in September, and Team 14 Missouri in early November, and then developed the schedule. So we got a lot of reserves in the wings of that airplane if we need it, but we're gonna we're gonna be more timely than that. All right, welcome in the zone. That is Greg Sankey, your SEC commissioner, talking about. The eight or nine game schedule that will be part of the conversation today. We were going to join Trey Shap in about six or seven minutes. Christian will get him on, and he is back at SEC meetings, and we'll visit with him coming up in just a bit and see who he caught up with. I know he talked to Coach Musselman for about four minutes yesterday, so we'll play some of that for you, maybe the whole thing. Also, Brian Kelly and Jimbo Fisher. So we'll get all their thoughts on eight or nine game schedule. That's the big football story, basketball wise. I guess those are developing. And speaking of developing, that's one of the big questions today is, who do we hear from, boys? Who is going to jump out of the NBA mix and who is, well, frankly, not going to? So I guess we'll find out soon enough. So we got Devo and Jordan Walsh we're waiting to hear on. Uh, as That's it, because there's a couple or one guy they were recruiting. He said yesterday that he is pulling his name out of the NBA draft. So some fans got really excited about that possibility. Is Ron Holland official one way or the other? No. Okay. We're still waiting to hear G League or 
Arkansas or somebody else. Is there a declaration period that is the same? Is it G League? I mean, is it all the same thing? Uh, you can enroll anytime. They want him to enroll right now because summer school starts up. Uh, most of all the transfers enrolled last weekend, or they, uh, I'm sorry, they arrived last weekend so that they can enroll and start class and the basketball will start their off-season stuff. So they they want him on campus ASAP. Yeah. But, I mean, he doesn't have to come for the first summer session. He can come second session. He can come in the fall. I mean, he can enroll anytime he wants to, but I think that it's something that's more immediate that it should be happening anytime. But the timeline is the same is my point, I guess, for yeah. the G League and the and the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Joe Klein is here, uh, settling in, courtesy of Corky's Barbecue. He must not have heard that I was going to be here today because he actually brought food, so must have thought I was off today. But uh, glad glad you could make it, Joe. It's really, really great to see you because the NBA Finals, of course, start tomorrow, and we're talking well, about... Wes called me and texted me last night and implored me to please he didn't he couldn't take it anymore if i didn't you brought food last week when i wasn't here what are you talking about no no the whining the whining oh is that what it is we do something about it that was all it took i would have done that a lot more a long time ago um anyway so we were just talking about the potentials and i think you know pat was talking to the morning guys today i think most of us are convinced or somewhat confident that uh, we are not going to see devo in a razorback uniform again yeah, I, th- I think Devo's gone, uh, and I'm I'm even more confident that Jordan Walsh is gone. Yeah, yeah. he did too well. Yeah. Well, uh, what when's today? Isn't it today? Today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew it was right now. I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Jordan. I mean, he did well enough at the combine uh, to show again. You know, Wes, it's potential. Mm-hmm. But what's it going to be two or three years down the road? Uh, and then I think uh, I just think Devo's ready to. I mean, maybe he might have to do the uh, Patrick Beverly thing, go overseas and keep honing his craft. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, he's a, he's a gamer, man. He he's is. A gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a gamer. So you look at him, oh, he can't do this, and and you put him out there in a scrimmage or a three-on-three or two-on-two, and his team's going to win. Yeah. His, it's like uh, Bill Parcells, and uh, it was a great analogy I heard comparing the Celtics and the Heat. Uh he said, you know, the best players don't always win. The best team wins. And if you look at the Celtics, you know, that's what everybody was saying. They, they've got two all-league guys, Brogdon and Horford, and they and the Heat got, you know, four undrafted players. It's Jimmy Butler and a band of misfits, and but they play better together. Mm-hmm. They're a better team, and they proved it. And, and so I think, uh, you know, somebody like – Again, Devo's got to be looking at the heat and going. If they can do it. I can do it. There are four or five guys on that squad, you know. I mean, the only thing with Devo I was disappointed with was he didn't get to go to the combine. And, and if he would have been in those scrimmages, that's when yeah. you see uh, yeah. Devo when he's playing. I mean, when he's defending somebody and what you're talking about, his team winning the thing, the little things that he does to help the team. I thought that would have helped his stock a lot. I do too. Uh, I was surprised, especially after. You know, he had a good tournament, had, you know, mm-hmm. especially the Kansas game. Uh, I was surprised he didn't get an invite. Um, but, you know, you know, I mean, I, I think he's a battler, and I, I you know, I, I think he's going to he's gonna figure it out. How many I'm games like, is this finals going to go? Oh, man. I mean, you're, you're, here we're going down the same path again. Who's the better team? Well, Denver's a better team. They got better players. They got better this. You know, Miami, you know, I don't see how they can do this and that. Um, I think six games. Uh, I think Denver's going to win. Um, I just, I think Denver's got a little bit of a chip. And I think Denver can do more uh, on the inside from a scoring standpoint. They can roll Jokovic to the basket. They you know, nobody really does a lot of pure posting up there anymore, but they do a little bit. Uh I think uh is gonna have a problem with that. Um they can they can do a little more, I think, versatility wise offensively than than the Celtics could. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw what the Celtics were threes, 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 threes. Twenty one percent. Right. In the and, last two games combined. Not good. And they never figured it out and never really changed what they were doing. And I think 
uh, Denver is going to handle the ball better than the Celtics. The Celtics had a lot of turnovers. You know, uh, they're trying to make Brown a playmaker. And I, what do you have? Eight turnovers the last game or something. And Tatum, you know, was turning it over a lot. And so, uh, I just think Denver has some playmakers that the Celtics didn't have. The Celtics had two guys that could. Hey, hop on my back. I'm going to get 40 or 50 tonight. But mm-hmm. they don't have, you know, when they're keying on them, they couldn't make a play for some, some. They struggled to make plays for other guys. Denver is a prohibitive favorite at casinos all over the world, including Oaklawn. And Mike Malone is warning people not to get overconfident. What? Is it? I mean, Miami seems like a long shot to win uh, to win this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's three to one. Mm-hmm. That well, doesn't seem like lot. enough to well, me. Well, yeah. I think. You got to bet 380 to win 100. A lot, I think. I think. But I think that would be the way to go. I mean, because to me, Miami. Do you think they were going to win? No, I don't think no, they're. No, they're a long shot, but they're not eight to one. They're three to one. They just yeah. said those odds don't seem right to me. But I think what, why the odds are that way is because the odds are that way versus <laughs> Milwaukee. Yes. The odds were probably not as bad, but probably skewed to the Knicks. And then this last series, and so I think some of them have kind of said, "Okay, we've we've learned our lesson." Yeah, <laughs> you that's know, still a lot. Three to one. It's almost four to one. No, Miami's three to one. They're plus plus three hundred. Miami is plus three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or Denver's plus Denver's Denver's minus three eighty yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So you almost have to bet four dollars to win a dollar. Yeah. I mean it. I don't know. It's about what I would expect. That's a pretty overwhelming favorite. What did you expect it to be? Six hundred. Well, I thought Miami would be more. There's two games or there's two teams, Wes. I mean, it's not like there's seven teams left. I mean, or eight teams mm-hmm. left. It's, there's two teams left. Yeah. I just no. thought they were such a huge underdog. That is a huge underdog. Three to one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's huge. I mean, if he was a... If well, was gonna take be, it from the guy who's got Vinny Bambucci on speed dial. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's a, that's a significant margin. Okay. No, I think that's a lot. It should be like... They should be... If it was a competitive toss-up kind of series, they'd be like minus 150 mm-hmm. or minus 175. I mean, I think minus 380 is a lot. That is a lot. But then I also thought... Do I want to put a thousand dollars on Denver to win two fifty? Might be worth it because <laughs> I'm pretty confident that yeah. they're going to win. Hey, we got a busy day today, so let's run through a few things. Joe's going to be here for a while. We got Coach Kelly coming up, courtesy of Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. Joe here every Wednesday, or at least when he can be here, courtesy of Corky's Barbecue, of course. Bubba Carpenter is going to be on eleven thirty. Thanks to Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. We've got Hagen Smith. Thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate at ten forty five. Coming up at 10.30, we're going to talk to Buck James, who is obviously big story in the news this week, moving from Bryant to Conway. Talked to him about what precipitated the move, and he's going to take his uh, five championship rings with him, I can only assume. So we'll talk to him about all that and his hopes for the new gig. But uh, let's head down to Destin and check in with Trey Shap. Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings from Sandestin, Florida, is presented by Blackman Auctions. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. And in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. Singing Margaritaville and mining my own. He is at some beach, and it's not somewhere. It's in Florida. We know exactly where he is. Trey Schaap doing work down there. And uh, it's been a busy couple of days, Trey, and we are sort of putting, I guess, a bow on the talk of the eight or nine. That is going to be our question of the day today. What do you prefer or one of our questions of the day today? Um, you talked to Coach Musselman yesterday. We haven't played that clip yet. We will. But what's what's happening with basketball down at the meetings today or the last couple of days? Well, not, not a whole lot, really. I mean, more of the talk has been on the gambling and NIL and, and transfer portal really out of uh, basketball and football. Um, so that that's one of the hot topics. I can tell you that I do have um, one breaking news, okay. um, and that is the uh, the kickoff time for the Western Carolina game uh, that is not officially announced until 1 o'clock. The first three games we will find out at 1 o'clock. But I can tell you that the Razorbacks will kick off their season at 3 p.m. at War Memorial Stadium. It's good. It'll be nice and cool. That's perfect. Yeah, nice. Nice and toasty. For tailgaters, that's pretty good, though. I mean, you get out there about 8, 9 a.m., and then you get all all uh, those 11 o'clocks at Warm Oil are not a lot of fun, so I'll oh, take 3 yeah. o'clock no. for sure. Hammer. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some who are. All right, so we're going to get the other yeah. uh, early kickoff times today? Yes. The, fir- the first three games we'll know at 1 o'clock uh, today, but uh, I was able to snag that uh, time, so yeah. 
And then uh, should know something on basketball, including Jordan Wall, Steve O'Davis, later today, might be later tonight, but um, one of those that appears almost 100% coming back. The other one right now, I Wait, just what? learned, is not 50 Wait, you just say you, you, everybody in here just perked up. What did you just say? One of those 100% coming back, the other one 50 50. Mm. Between Devo and Walsh, mm. you're saying? Between both of those two. Mm. Wow. Mm. One's 100% coming back. Mm. I did not see that coming. No. We were just talking, uh, Trey, and <laughs> we, we felt like both are gone. Trey, yeah. what? Trey, what's the scholarship? Where are they at scholarship wise? They're gonna have to split uh, a couple. Are they gonna have to do some baseball th- stuff? Uh, you get a third. Yeah, you get a third. Yeah. You get a third. Yes. Luckily, exactly. you get you get three hundred grand. You get four hundred grand. You get five hundred grand. Yeah, you got oh, NIL, NIL, yeah. Yeah. I think they can afford college. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, they they will have to do do some work. But uh, yeah, if if those if they both come back, then yeah. I mean, there's. Some, do you think somebody's going to have to go, or is somebody going to have to be a preferred walk-on, quote unquote, and use their NIL? Or, I mean, do you think they'll try? Yeah, to, do you think they'll try to move uh, somebody? Or? I think I think they would try to move someone. Someone hmm. I've gathered. But you can't you can't enter the portal right now. So mm-hmm. if you move somebody, that kid's hung out to dry. If you take a scholarship, he's got to stay on the team as a basically a, a non-scholarship player at that point, right? I guess you could transfer. Uh, you can't you, you can't go in the portal. You can't go yeah, you well, can't no, go. yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe not until, is that until fall. I don't know. When, when is it open again? These are questions I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't expect this coming, Wes, or, or Trey, so I, I'm a little thrown off here. Uh, okay, so we, we know we're going to get uh, – Trey gave you a kickoff time. We're going to find out Kent State and BYU a little bit later as well, apparently. And then yep. uh, we'll find out on the basketball guys. Do you have any idea when that's going to be officially announced? Uh, no, I do not, because they're all going to do it, you know, individually with, with their Instagrams or Twitters or whatever. Um, but I don't know that the university, per se, the basketball uh, program, will actually put out something saying, oh, hey, this guy's back or this guy's not back. Um, I think it would be up to the individuals. Interesting. Anything on Ron Holland no. from down there? Uh, yeah, and it looks more like the G League um, is what I heard earlier today. So okay. there's there's that. Hmm. Well, if Holland leaves and goes to G League, that opens up a. Uh, well, uh, they don't have to do anything if as long as nobody else is coming. Right now, they're set at 13. Correct, Trey? I think I had those. I believe right. so. Yes, so if I believe. Walsh and. Devo both came back. They're fine. It's just if they... That would put them at 13. Yes. And so if they would have one open for somebody, if one of them goes to the NBA. Right. Or to enter the draft. Or both of them, then they would have two. Two, yeah. But I've been told that one of those is coming back. Hmm. Well, this will be interesting. Can't wait to find out who is... uh Who's returning, who's leaving, and what Holland's status will be. Yeah. Uh, what, else is, yeah. what else is going on down there? You've, you've done enough, Trey, but what else is happening down there today? <laughs> well, um, so the, the football coaches and the basketball coaches, both men and women, and the ADs and commissioners think they all just met. They just broke, and now they're going into their individual meetings. And so what will happen after uh, noon this afternoon is the football coaches will first meet with the ADs, and they'll bring about – legislation that they would like to see passed. Uh, there might be more conversations on the 8-9 game schedule. I did talk to Keith Carter, the uh, Ole Miss AD, and he thinks that we might have something this week. Uh, others don't feel so confident that we'll know on an 8-9 or nine game schedule. Um, it appears that in the future, yes, it will go to a 9-game schedule. The, the holdup is ESPN money, not knowing what the college football playoff would do with a 12 teams getting in if you lose three games if you will in the SEC when you're playing everybody and then the other thing is uh, trying to get out of non-conference games that you already have scheduled Uh, so it could be Mm -hmm. an eight game uh, schedule in 24 when Texas and OU come in and then it could go to a nine game schedule in 25 or it could start out at a nine game schedule we just don't know yet but hopefully we'll get an answer soon when is that TV contract up the current one. I, 
I believe it is up in 25. Sounds right. I thought everything fell in the same time. TV schedule, a and game, so. yeah. and the warm Well, a and game is 24. Okay. That's so the last game. 24. That's, that's the last one at Arlington. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But everything will be determined going forward in 25 what, what's going to happen. Sure, it should be, yes. Yeah, okay. If well, not, I mean, they're running out of time. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Trey, listen, great stuff. That's uh, It's exciting. I hope we get the news on basketball during our show today. But if not, we'll definitely keep our ears uh, open and listening for that information. That's pretty uh, pretty fascinating stuff, and I think we're all a little surprised. In fact, I know it, because we just said right before we had you on, we weren't expecting that. So that's could be some good yeah. news. Arkansas getting a little more experience back, potentially, or maybe a fresh new star, or maybe a combination of both. We'll find out. Uh, good stuff, buddy. I appreciate you. Enjoy right, the day. Who are, you, who are you talking to today? Uh, going to talk to Chris Beard a little bit later, the new yeah. coach at Ole Miss. Going to talk to Sam Pittman once uh, their meetings are completely over and done with. Get his take on how it went and uh, get his thoughts on uh, the football team coming up uh, this fall. Sounds great. Good stuff, Trey. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks to uh, Blackman Auctions, as always, for sponsoring Trey's trip down there, too, in uh, Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. We appreciate both them sponsoring that. We are going to talk some baseball coming up a little bit later. Are you going to regionals? Uh, no. Okay. Not, not not this weekend. I did a, I wouldn't say a deep dive, but I definitely got into the shallow end of the pool on um, Arkansas's first opponent. So we'll tell you a little bit more about them. They are red hot right now, and offensively they are scary good. So we will be curious to see how Arkansas attacks them pitching-wise. Back to basketball, I mean, Chris Beard got... Uh, Al Flanagan. Al Flanagan's going to play. Did, did Chris Beard get Alan Flanagan? Yeah, or did Wes get Alan Flanagan? <laughs> Just I think I think Mama Mama Flanagan <laughs> <Yeah>. got. <laughs> On the other side, we'll talk to Buck James, the new head coach at Conway High School. It's going to take some getting used to uh, saying that, but we will do that in just a moment. We got a busy day. Hagen Smith coming up. In about 20 minutes or so as well. So busy, busy hour here and a busy day in the zone. Stick around. As we head in, let me tell you about my friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It is the final day of the month. We talked to James yesterday, and he was getting very pumped up about all the uh, cool stuff they're doing down there. And he said on some vehicles they can do up to 120 days, no payment. So they are getting desperate to try to make some deals down the stretch here at the end of May and heading into June. And they've been offering 1.9% on most of their uh, SUV. So Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, the Traverse, which I'm a huge fan of, the Silverados also at 1.9%, and that is the well-equipped with the 2.7 Turbo Max engine. Also, if you need a pre-owned vehicle, they've got great options there as well. You can look at all the vehicles they have to offer at GuadagnoChevrolet.com or just pop up and see them. It's a beautiful day to do some shopping. Walk the lot over there. Get yourself a deal and uh, work a multi-month no-payment with our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Talk to Buck James in a moment. Hey, Arkansas fans, listen for Peyton Stovall Mondays on Out of Bounds this baseball season. Thanks to A-State Construction and Sheridan, building new homes in central Arkansas for over 18 years. Sports Center. We're just two days away from the start of the 2023 NCAA baseball tournament. The Arkansas Razorbacks are the number three overall seed in the country, one of eight SEC clubs that is hosting a regional this weekend. And in their regional, TCU, the Big 12 champion, at large out of the Pac-12, Arizona, and also WCC champion Santa Clara. Playing at home is something that Razorback slugger Brady Slavens says is a big advantage for the Hogs. Plays a huge part. I mean, you can see when teams come in here, they can, you know, feel the crowd and you know, feel the more pressure, honestly, to, to do something. And, yeah, it definitely takes a throw on, on the other side and definitely helps a lot, you know, whether or not we're on, you're at the plate or our pitchers, our pitchers, it's, it's just great. First pitch for Arkansas and Santa Clara is at 2 p.m. on Friday afternoon. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just got to have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. 
It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewski's and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewski's. Hey, Laura Beth, I love that Kaufman by Design West has what it takes to make a big holiday weekend even bigger and better. Yeah, David, we at Kaufman proudly support our active military, first responders, and veterans, and we want to make these holiday weekends super special. You can chill and grill with our large selection of pelican coolers or even the big green egg grills that range from size small to extra large. We can provide the home items that you need to make it a great holiday to remember. If you want to have a great holiday, check out Kaufman by Design West on Highway 10 right past Taylor Loop Road or check them out online at kaufmanlumber.com. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Big O Tires has a really good deal for you right now. Buy three tires, four tire, absolutely free. You're going to be doing a lot of traveling over the summer months. you got to have a great set of tires. You don't want to be hydroplaning, slipping and sliding around if it rains. You need good traction out there. Buy three, four tire, absolutely free. It's right there in the store. They haven't jacked up the prices to take advantage of you on that fourth tire. It's a legitimate buy three. Get the fourth tire, absolutely free. Great selection of tires. they got all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O tire and big o tires does more than just tires if there's something wrong with your vehicle they have mechanics there take a look at your vehicle and get you back out on the road driving smoothly it's big o tires two locations in cabot it's prospect court right in front of kroger in conway it's on hark rider big o tires the team we trust all right let's go to the brand of moving and storage hotline standing by the brand new head coach at conway high school for football buck james joining us and coach it's gonna take some getting used to Talking about you associated with Conway, not Brian, after all these years. But uh, welcome. Thanks for coming on with us. Uh, Justin, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. And uh, it's going to be hard for me to adjust, too. I think I've said Brian Hornets about ten times when I've been trying to talk about Conway. So it's not going to be easy for anybody, really. So everybody's curious, what precipitated the move? You've had so much success, five state championships. you got it rolling down there. What was uh, intriguing about the Conway opportunity for you? Well, I think it's more of the challenge than anything else. I mean, you know, I guess people ask Nick Saban why he left LSU to go out to uh, Alabama. I mean, I asked uh, Justin Acre why he left Channel 7 to go to 1037 to Buzz. It's just an opportunity. It's uh, it's something that, um, you know, is intriguing to me. I think it's a, a challenge. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, a great opportunity and, uh, you know, just something that uh, I felt like maybe it was time for it and just wanted to see, you know, what I could do. And, you know, I still, uh, you know, love Brian. I love the, the players. Uh, I love the uh, uh, administration and our parents. And our parents did such a great job of letting us coach their kids. And really, it's just uh, it's just a business move. That's uh, really the biggest uh, part of it. Well, if you're going to compare it to my career, I was nudged out by Channel 7. Believe me, I, I saw the writing on the wall. That was not the case for you, I'm assuming. No, I, absolutely not. I, you know, I mean, uh, Dr. Walters, our superintendent here, is uh, by far one of the best superintendents I've ever worked for and one of the fairest ladies that, uh, you know, I could ever imagine working for. And uh, she was uh, super. And, uh, you know, the administration was good to me. Uh, you know, it has nothing to do with that. It's just more of a a professional move than anything else. Can you explain what the last 48 hours have been like for you? Uh, drinking water out of a fire hose. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's it in a nutshell. I, you know, I I did not expect it to happen as fast as it did. I didn't expect social media. Uh, really, uh, 1037 The Buzz reported it before I even talked to our people and told our people we were going to do it. And, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, it, it happened way fast. Uh, I didn't, I've got more text messages and phone calls than I did in the last uh, five state championships combined. I, it was, 
an unbelievable uh, uh, source of news, and uh, everybody wanted to tell it. And uh, you know, I hated it came out as fast as it did, but uh, uh, you know, it is what it is in this social media world now. We hear a lot about college coaches sitting down with their players. With school being out, how difficult was it to get the message to them or to have any kind of interaction with your players, Coach? It was possible. I mean, uh, you know, our kids have off this week, and so I didn't get to do anything like I wanted to do it. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, big-time college football has agents who, who handle all this, and one, one thing I am is a terrible agent, and uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't do a very good job for myself. But, uh, you know, the kids – you know, don't deserve to hear it from somebody else. Our parents don't deserve to hear it from somebody else, and our administration sure doesn't. And, you know, that's sort of what happened. But, you know, somebody gets a wind of some news, and then it runs, and the next thing you know, it's the truth, or it's, uh, you know, it's uh, viewed as the truth. And a lot of times that's not the case. Well, in relation to that, I want to ask about uh, the ring situation. I'm sure you've seen all the talk on social media because that was part of the you know the story for a lot of people when they were reporting this was that uh, you've got a unique policy when it comes to giving championship rings that may have drawn the ire of some parents or some of your players from Bryant. Can you just kind of tell us what your policy is on that and, and what uh, maybe a little bit of the, the confusion or the concern was over that? Well, I really don't know what they put on social media. All I'm on is Twitter, so I don't see all that stuff. So, you know, I don't really know. But, you know, we we had the same policy we've had for five years. And, you know, all we ask is uh, parents and kids to come and sit down and talk to us and discuss what's going on and let us know. If they don't do that, then they quit the wrong way. And, uh, you know, that's that's really the nutshell of it. I mean, that. And nowadays, everything wants to be handled on social media and uh, emails and text messages, and nobody wants to have a face-to-face com- uh, conversation. It's nothing we haven't done for the last five years. It's uh, uh, We've never had anybody gripe or complain because they knew where they stood. We, we talked about it in parent meetings. We talked about it in uh, uh, players' meetings. We talked about it. Uh, it's understood by everybody, but some people... Uh, don't want to live by the same rules everybody else that does, and they want to get on social media, and they want to uh, say whatever they want to say, and then everybody wants to follow in on that and, and, and treat it as the gospel. But, you know, we love our kids. Uh, you know, we want them to be better for themselves. We want them to do the best thing for themselves. But in the same same uh, fact, you know, we want them to be up front and have a conversation and let us know what's going on and let us in the know and uh, do it the right way. So just to follow up again, I, I'm just going off what I was I was told or read, I guess. So that's why I like to get it from the coach's mouth. It's it's good to get the clarification. Then we'll move on to some other things. But um, well, I was told the policy was if you if you don't stay with the off season program that you don't get the ring. At what point if a kid walks away from the program after a championship season, um, does that change? If a guy who doesn't want to play football again, or if he wants to focus on a different sport or anything like that, what what's the policy on that for you? Obviously, it's worked well. We just ask them to finish. That's all we ask them to do. You know, finish the right way. You know, they don't have to play football. We had kids that did it the right way. We had kids who finished. Uh, we had about 10 kids who finished the season, did everything they were supposed to do, uh, finished out, had the conversation with me. They got their ring. Had, you know, it goes back to conversations. It goes back to doing what you're supposed to do and doing it the right way. Not just rolling your own and doing what you want to do, but doing what everybody else does. The only way a team works is make a team do what everybody's supposed to do at the same time. No no different on offense or defense or special teams. If one guy wants to run outside the lane and not make the tackle, then that hurts the whole punt team. And that's all we ask our kids to do is do it the right way. Talking to Buck James. Our parents the same thing. Yeah. Sorry, Coach. Talking to Buck James on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, Move to Conway. You know, look, it's pretty easy to understand other than you had it rolling so well at Bryant. I mean, it's a program that's been pretty close. And, frankly, you your team at Bryant – didn't probably help their cause in trying to win a state championship. How close do you feel like the team you're inheriting is to having a chance to compete for a championship? Four or five plays away from playing for about uh, three or four different state championships over the last 10 to 12 years. And, you know, they're close. Uh, you know, I thought Bright was close when we came here. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's unfair to compare two programs because one is, you know, won 54 games in a row in five state championships, and the other one is uh, you know, probably won seven to ten games a year for the last ten years. So, you know, they're both good football programs. Uh, 
you know, one guy's not going to fix it. It's going to take the whole community and the team and, and uh, uh, the assistant coaches to make it work. It wasn't just the Buck James show here. We had great kids. We had great coaches. We had parents who let us coach their kids. And, you know, if we can do that there and get the mindset that, w- that I want and create, then, you know, we have a chance for success. But there's no, there's no easy way to being great. Uh, and and our uh, our communities have got to understand that coaching is still not something that's played on social media or uh, highlight tapes or uh, whatever on social media. It has to be something that they go out there and do in the weight room and they do on the practice field and that they uh, work to get to be the best they can, and that's a collective group of guys to do that. With everything you've gone through the last couple of days, you may not feel rejuvenated right this second, but do you think this move will, uh, not that you were slowing down or anything, but do you think this is a move that will kind of give you a, 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 another little kick in the pants and get you going for another five, ten years? Well, I hope so. I hope it does. You know, I mean, like I said, I wasn't unhappy here. Uh, you know, I still have the energy, even though I'm getting to be an old man, I'm still a young guy at heart. I still understand kids, and I still understand what, uh, what they want, what they need. I, I get all that stuff, yeah, but I'm old school enough to know that, you know, you've got to play great defense. You've got to be fundamentally sound. You've got to be in great shape. You've got to be strong. You've got to work at being a good athlete. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we get a great buy-in. Our kids want to be uh, successful. Uh, I'm leaving a really good football team here at West. I mean, we've got nine starters back on offense. We've got six on defense. Uh, the cupboard's not bare, and I have a great coaching staff. And so for us to get where we're at right here, right now, we've got to do a lot of work. And, uh, you know, the challenge is big. I mean, I, I like the challenge. It, 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 it refreshes me. It rejuvenates me. You know, it's just that I'm the only one there, and I'm getting there in June July instead of getting there in January February. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of transition. But I'm excited to be able to work with the kids. Uh, that's what I love the most, and, and, and kids is why I'm in this business, and I'm going to do the best I can, and hopefully it'll be enough. Coach, give me a few of your high points on the transition. I'm curious about that. It's been a minute since you moved schools. What are the things that are, are key in your mind to, to getting settled in there and getting things moving quickly? Well, I've only been there one day, and I talked <laughs> to the administration and the uh, coaches and the players. You know, the transition is the hardest thing, Justin, in, in, in high school football because, you know, they got, nobody's sending a big moving van down here and, and paying for me to move and selling my house and buy another house or I have enough money to buy another house and do all that. So, you know, being a high school coach is not anything equal to what a college coach goes through. So, you know, the transition from here to there is going to be very painful. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then the getting it started is, is always tough. But, you know, uh, you can't have you can't uh, you know enjoy the fruits of uh, success if you don't have you know a little bit of time down there in the plow and the ground and stuff and you know it's just part of it. it's part of being a high school coach. People think it's the same thing as college coaching and they look at it the same way, but the money's completely different. The uh, the, the the thrills and the uh, all the extras are different. And uh, you know we have to go to work every day. We have to teach classes. We have to mow fields. We have to wash clothes. Uh, you know, being a high school fu- coach, you know, is only good when they when you win championships and uh, your kids do what they're supposed to do and they do it like they're supposed to do it. That's what makes it fun for high school coaches. No doubt. Coach, well, listen, uh, best of luck to you. I really appreciate the time. We will look forward to talking to you as we get closer to the season. Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me on. You better Thanks, take coach. care. That is Buck James, Conway Wampus Cat football coach. Joe Klein is here. Hagan Smith's on the other side. Uh, speaking of coaches and moving and the inability to have a couple of mortgages out there at the same time, I think most of us can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I saw Kendall Bryles in Arkansas Business. I was reading about him this week. He sold his house in northwest Arkansas, which is good because he had to move. Um, he bought it two years ago, I think, for maybe $1.3 million, sold it for $2.1 mm. So. Yeah, it's nuts up there. Good, good investment, wow. Kendall Bryles. That's a pretty good yeah. have-a-nice-time parting gift. $800,000 profit? Yeah, and seven, seven every man. cent of that is going to go towards his house in Fort Worth. Because <laughs> the little, it's a little, a little different. different market down there, too. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, yeah, he's not he's not hurting for sure. So I just thought that was interesting. I saw that yesterday. I was like, dang. That's a pretty quick turnaround to make that I'll, kind I'll, of cheese. Man, I like Buck James. Oh, he's great. I, I, just, I, I love that old school finish. That's I mean, I, when he just said finish. Or if you're leaving, come talk to me. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, it ain't complicated, man. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't complicated. I thought the the explanation was absolutely perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's a business get decision. It. And then on the rings and stuff, I mean, come talk to me. And it's been the policy, for, yeah, like you said, yeah, for five years. Yeah. Nothing's changed. You know what you got to do. Come do it. Yep. It ain't complicated. No. Uh, people make it complicated. You want something easier than that, Joe? What's that? Put it on your seatbelt. Real simple. Real click, simple. Click it. Or ticket. Or ticket. That's right. I got better things to spend money on than uh, a ticket for my seatbelt. Uh, 91.6%. That's the national average of seatbelt use. 79% here in Arkansas. Not good enough. Let's step it up, Arkansas. Without a seatbelt, you're risking your life. Also, the lives of your passers. Make sure not only you, but everybody in your car buckles up before you guys take off. That is a rule in my car, and it should be in everybody's. And I'm amazed that uh, it isn't. But here we are. Seatbelt life, uh, seatbelt use rather, saves 15,000 lives a year. And it's a real simple, easy process. So significant injuries and death. Obviously, much more likely to occur without your seatbelt on. So, do the right thing. Click it or ticket every trip, every time. We are back in a moment. Hagen Smith on the other side. Hey, I'm just opinion with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell and Sword and Conway has everything for dad. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes. Cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim trunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell & Sword is the only men's store in Central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days. Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of planning and strategic marketing for your real estate, your equipment, and your assets. You've worked hard for your property, and it deserves more than a sign in the yard or a post on the Internet. Sometimes marketing is more than just a commercial with a great-sounding spokesman. Call me. Let me come up with a plan to tell your story and turn your assets into money. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The legendary Marvin Gaye saying, People say believe half of what you see, son, and none of what you hear. I can't help being confused. If it's true, please tell me, dear. I feel like this every time I read anything about AI, artificial intelligence. The rapid rise of AI has set off alarms that the technology used to trick people is advancing far faster than the technology that can identify the tricks. Improved technology can be helpful, but do we really want the Terminator knocking on our door? Uh, no. Come by Double Beast for deals like 1 liter brisk tea, regular price $2.39 on sale for only $1.25 and 16-ounce Rockstar and Amp Energy drinks, regular price $2.29, sale price two for $4. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America. Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now. My apologies. You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The Zone with Justin Acri and Westmore is back. It's 
2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 and two in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? All right. Well, Arkansas has been in good hands with Hagen Smith all year long, and he's joining us again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, hopefully for a few more weeks, too, and we're doing these from Omaha in the not-too-distant future. But first things first, NCAA Regional this weekend in Fayetteville. Hagen, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We're a couple days away from the start of the Regional. What are your feelings at this point? I'm super excited. I mean, I'm ready to get playing Regional bomb, honestly. Yeah, we talked to Jace about that yesterday, and this will be his first opportunity to do it. And having, having to go on the road like you guys did last year, it'll certainly be a different kind of experience. What's your expectation for the crowd and the juice inside Bomb Walker? Well, I mean, there's people outside waiting right now. I mean, it's going to be – I think it's going to be really packed, honestly. I think it's going to be really fun. So I was looking through the numbers this morning, guys, and uh, so I look here. Okay, ERA, number one in the league, Paul Skeens. Opponent batting average, Paul Skeens. Innings pitch, Paul Skeens. Batter struck out, Paul Skeens. Then I looked in this back page here, and there's a pretty good stat here. Runs allowed. Guess who's number one in the league and runs allowed this year, Wes? guy named Hagen Smith. Smith. You ever heard of him? Yep. 21 is all we uh, allowed this year. That's pretty darn impressive, Hagen. Um, yeah, so uh, congratulations on that. I thought that was pretty awesome. The SEC, obviously, very well represented here. You guys are certainly very battle-tested. you feel good the way you guys performed in the tournament, kind of leading into this regional? Yeah, I mean, I think we played really good. I mean, it's a little different situation last year. I mean, last year we kind of we had to play to win. We just lost the first two. But I think all our guys went in the tournament. We just won the win each game in front of us. And I think we just fell short a little bit. It's fine. I think come back and rest, and then get ready for the regional. Another number I, I noticed, and I didn't realize this until this morning, uh, Parker Rowland faced 33 runners this year, and he threw out 10, which is number one in the SEC. We have not talked much about the defensive side of the catcher position this year. We've been kind of focused on his hitting, and luckily the bottom part of the order has really come alive here the last couple of weeks. But um, what's your relationship like with him and uh, how, how that's built over the year? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome having him on the play. I mean, from the beginning of the fall, once he got here, I think he built really good relationships with all the pitchers, getting to know them all, and just figuring out what they like to throw and what situation. I think he's done a really good job of that. Just does a really good job calling the game. It's going to be big against Santa Clara because they like to run. So uh, that could be a nice little uh, thing to watch during the game if he shuts down their running game and uh, it kind of discourages them from trying to steal a base or two. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's unbelievable job on the catcher defense and I think I think he's turned his hitting around I think he's been really good this year had some good at bat for the year what were you, what was your reaction you guys are watching the show we saw you saw the video from you guys in Fayetteville what was your reaction when you saw the way the regional came together yeah I was I was really anxious to see and that kind of sucked for the last team to get shown the regional we're in honestly but uh, I, I was really excited after I saw him mean, it's going to be fun we get to play TCU again and we played them in Arlington, they're really good. They're really high right now, so it's going to be a really good test for us. Yeah, I don't know who you're going to play. I just hope you guys beat Santa Clara in the first game. Is this a situation where you ask for the ball in the first game, or do you guys just wait and see what Coach wants to do? I think we just wait and see what Coach wants to do. I mean, we all trust them and just their decisions, honestly. So whatever they think is good, we're going to ride with it. I I did a little digging on Santa Clara. The Broncos um obviously did not lose a game in their conference tournament that's not obvious i guess if you didn't follow but the west coast conference 4-0 in their conference tournament they uh pretty good offensively 15-3 went over portland 17-3 went over st mary's and then they shut out portland in the uh championship game six zip to get to where they are today they're also 17 of their last 20 and they uh They've had a couple of wild ones. They beat Stanford earlier this year, and they lost to Stanford in another game in May, twenty to seventeen. This is a pretty good offensive team, I think, Hagen. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. I mean, it's kind of a West Coast team, so they're going to do a little small ball as well. I mean, I think we haven't gone over them as much in detail, but I mean, every team that we play from now on is either a champion or really good. They either won the conference tournament or just 
had a really good year. So I think it's going to be it's really fun. This part of the year is just playing as a team and just winning. Yeah, TCU. You mentioned too. It seems like a lifetime ago. It's the one team you guys faced this year. What are your memories of that matchup, if any? Uh, I remember that. Uh, I mean, they're really strong. They're kind of a better old team. So I mean, they play good and they're well coached. And I think we just pitched a little. We didn't pitch the way we wanted to, and I think we have a good revenge. Hopefully, we can play them. I'm not going to ask you the uh, plans for the pitching, but do y'all know yet uh, who's doing what? Um, I, I think so, but I mean. <laughs> We're not, I don't think it's 100% set in stone or anything. So, I mean, I think we should have a good idea pretty soon. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hang up with you, and then Coach will announce it, and it'll be on Twitter. So that's fine. <laughs> we don't ever get any breaking news here, so that's okay. It's, it's all right. We, we don't want to put you in a bad position. So, um, You feel pretty good going into the uh, the weekend physically? Yeah, I feel really good, honestly. I mean, be getting, like, all of our pitchers. I think all of our pitchers are feeling really good and hitters right now. So I just think now's the time to just start playing really good and just keep winning. Did the SEC tournament go as well as possible besides winning it all? Yeah, I thought we competed really good. I mean, every guy with out there looked good pretty much. Hitters competed, and I think that's all you could ask for. Playing close games, you think that's uh, beneficial this time of year? Yeah, I think so, for sure. I mean, there's definitely going to be a close game here this coming week. I mean, in my mind, I think mm-hmm. every team's good, so I think it's going to be a close game, so this going to be a tougher team. Yeah, I would rather see some blowouts, but I mean, if you have a close game, that's okay. That Just too. come out on the, uh, the on the good end. Uh, you said that there were people already out there. What's it look like at Baumwalker Stadium right now? People already in line? Yeah, there's a, there's a few tents out there in the Hogtown. I think it keeps getting deeper and deeper each day. Our fans are crazy about this program, so I know they're going to come out and support yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get in the hog pen. I mean, that's how it, how it goes. We saw people camping yeah. out last last time you guys yeah. were at home in this position. I remember that. We did the show up there, and uh, yeah, we're going to be up there on Friday, too. So it'll be wild. And, yeah, I can't imagine camping out for three days to get a spot in the hog pen. But that's the kind of nut yeah. job fans we have. I love it. It's great stuff. So. For sure. Well, listen, man, good luck to you whenever you end up throwing this weekend. We will uh, certainly be rooting for you, and we will have all the games here on the buzz, and we will talk to you next week one way or the other. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Take Thanks. care. Megan Smith. Always good. You can you can hear the excitement in his voice. He's excited, no man. doubt. And again, to go on the road last year and to do what they did to go to Omaha is great. But man, there's nothing like playing a regional and a super at Bomb Walker. So I'm with you though. Let's hope they're not super close. When do you think uh, we see Hagen Smith pitch on the mound? There's a lot of debate. I could see you know holding him to game two, but you know I thought Justin Moore made a great point. Like if you can start him and get five innings out of him, and then maybe you can bring him back on Sunday if you have to for an inning of relief if you have to. I mean, it's just nice to have a guy that if you throw him on Saturday, you're not going to get him for sure. So, I hope you didn't come to that. Mm. And who knows? I mean, you could have you could go to Monday, right? Yeah. So. That's why I, th- I, I wonder if there's the possibility he goes back to the closer role. Mm-hmm. And I, then we, I, I think we there's could... any, anything's possible. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Red and White Report's coming up next. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low T Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only